0: everyone, and welcome to Workplace Greatness Radio. In today's podcast, we'll explore the issue of workplace inclusion, why this has become an area of strategic focus for leading Canadian employers, and what a truly inclusive workplace looks like. My name is Alison Grenier, I'm the Head of Research and Culture for Great Place to Work. And I'm so pleased to be joined today by Allison Reynolds, Head of Communication for BASF Canada. BASF has recently been named to our list of best workplaces in manufacturing. So congratulations for that and welcome, Alison. Great, thanks for having me. Okay, great. So uh, to kick us off today, maybe you could begin by telling us just a bit more about yourself and your role at BASF? Sure, absolutely. So I've spent the bulk of my career
1: in communications and started out in a bit of the nonprofit sector and then moved to public, and now I'm at EASF as the head of communications for Canada. My team and I, we lead all internal and employee-facing communications and all external PR-related activities as well. Uh, because we lead that internal communications function, we also have a focus on employee experience in collaboration with our partners in HR. In addition, we manage relationships with sustainability-related charitable partners. And with them, we deliver STEM education programs for children and youth at schools across Canada. And my team oversees a lot of the, you know, not only logistical side of that, but also again, that PR and employee volunteerism opportunity. When I'm not at BASF, kind of doing all the things communication, I'm, you know, enjoying my time with my husband and my daughter and, you know, kind of focused on things that a year and a half year old would love to do. So, you know, that's a bit of work and personal.
0: Awesome. That's great. Thank you uh, for that introduction. Now, BASF is a big brand with a long history here in Canada and worldwide. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about uh, what your organization does. I know that's evolved over time. And what's your personal history with the organization? Yeah, sure. So, for those that don't know,
1: BASF is the world's leading chemical company. It was founded in Germany and has operations all over the world. But it, in the early days, you know, I think it was 1860, 65, it focused on sort of producing dyes. Many people may recognize BASF from audio visual tape because we did play a significant role as that magnetic tape was produced by BASF. So that's a little bit of a fun fact but we've really evolved into quite a fulsome organization, and BASF is really focused on developing intelligent, sustainable solutions in the chemical industry space for a variety of portfolios from chemicals and materials to industrial solutions, surface technology, nutrition and personal care, and particularly in Canada, you know, agricultural solutions. So, you know, we run quite a robust portfolio of offerings in a variety of different industries. Personally, I joined BASF about, I'm going to come up to about three years and have been in the leadership seat for communications in Canada as a member of the Canadian leadership team and most recently the Canadian executive committee and as mentioned have a really great team here and we support internal and external communications and employee experience so over the course of three years it's been a you know almost three years I should say it's been a, a really great Opportunity to learn the vastness of the organization and be able to tell those stories to our employees and, you know, the external environment.
0: Yeah, and for me, I guess just observing the fact that seat is at the leadership table says something about the organization and the commitment BASF has to including all their people and bringing all their people into the fold that they see this sort of internal and external communication as being uh, so key. the company. So, you know, on the note of inclusion, how do you at BASF define inclusion? And really, why is it so important?
1: So, I guess to me, inclusion really is the most important step. It's essentially ensuring that your people, your teams, your workforce, no matter what their race, religion, sexual orientation, everyone belongs everyone belongs at BASF. Inclusion is essentially, you know, belonging in the same way that anyone else would. Like it means that when you're at work, no matter who you are, you know, you are safe, you are supported, and you are provided a framework to thrive in. And I think really, to me, that's what inclusion is. And it resonates at BASF. And again, it goes back to your comment about being at the leadership seat. That's how we see it here. Um, So it's not, that's my viewpoint, but that's the broader sentiment of the organization as well.
0: Yeah. And so one of the things I'm always interested in, because diversity and inclusion is a topic of personal interest for me as well. And I think it's one thing for organizations to talk about their commitment to diversity and inclusion in particular, but it's another thing to see how they're living that out. So I think our listeners would be interested in some of the ways BASF lives out that commitment to inclusion in the workplace. So I know one of the things you do to kick us off here is you have quarterly town hall meetings. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about those and what kind of impact they've had in driving forth your inclusion mandate.
1: Yeah, sure. So, you know, town halls for us are a really key opportunity to not only just share relevant and up-to-date news with our colleagues, but it, it's an important opportunity because we can talk with them. So it's it's not just about one-way dialogue where we're just kind of giving them the, you know, latest and greatest, which is super important. But it's where we can have that back and forth opportunity to listen and to hear from them. So while we are interested in sharing, obviously, updates that are extremely relevant from the perspective of, you know, business success and opportunities. We're also interested in hearing from them. So it's a place to really tangibly live our strategy. You know, at BASF, our customers are at the center of what we do. So we invite customers to our town halls to share their BASF experience with our employees. Having, you know, this moment for all of us to pause and hear from our customers at the same time It really drives home our larger purpose and that why we're all here is so that we can be our best for and with our customers and everyone is included in that dialogue. We've worked really hard to make sure that town halls are accessible and inclusive to all of our BASF employees. We have a diversified employee base. We have production colleagues, offsite colleagues, remote, you know, in-office. And what we've recently done is we were digitalizing the experience and streaming that, you know, town hall live across the country for all of our colleagues to be able to tune in. So if you're not in the actual physical space where this is being held from an accessibility and an inclusion perspective, we are making sure that you are able to tune in, too. That also includes production employees that, you know, work in a shift based environment. So after the town hall wraps, we send video segments via email, highlights, you know, indicating sort of here's the Here's the best few kind of snapshots of what happened. So if you couldn't even tune in, here's exactly what we were talking about. Here's the customer that was highlighted. And here's all of the dialogue that happened among all of our colleagues during these town halls. So in terms of a structure, they happen quarterly. We, you know, host them either as a, a member of our leadership team, or um, one of our leadership members of the business might host them, but really it is that key opportunity for all of us to pause, focus on the most important thing, the reason why we're all here, and you know, really live that people pillar of our
0: strategy. Yeah, and so I think this is such an important point that inclusion efforts don't always have to be, you know, something that specifically looks at diversity or different groups. It can be something as simple as making sure everyone has the opportunity to receive the same message and participate in that conversation. So, yeah, I definitely see those town halls as being sort of a pillar for inclusion at BASF. Now, I know you're doing some other work to promote inclusion within the organization, so maybe you can tell us about some of those other initiatives, uh, like the resource groups, et cetera, that you've put into place.
1: Yeah, sure. So town hall is just essentially kind of one piece of the puzzle as you were saying. Promoting inclusion and living inclusion is just a key driver at BASF. Well, as I mentioned, you know, we have a diverse and unique workforce and we want to ensure that all of our colleagues are supported and have access to relevant information in a reasonable, you know, reasonably time-sensitive fashion, but in a way that, you know, works for them. So some of the things that we do is we, we have employee resource groups and they're really key to our inclusion efforts because, you know, there are mechanisms for colleagues to stay connected to one another across the organization. Uh, we have groups that support offsite colleagues. So offsite employee resource group is an opportunity for those who work remotely to you know have an opportunity to connect, you know discuss relevant topics that are you know unique to their roles and their offsite nature of their job. So that's a really key sort of effort that we have We also have the Women in Business Council and diversity and inclusion. So those are great opportunities as well that sort of, you know, bring our employees and our workforce together and also support them in areas that they're passionate about. So Women in Business is quite active and they, you know, host different sort of events across the year that invite everyone into the dialogue around, you know, women in today's business environment. So those are a really wonderful way to connect colleagues to each other. And connecting is really one of those things that it does foster inclusivity. And we're trying to do that and promote that digitally as well. So recently, one of the really interesting things we've done as a communications team was launched an employee app. So it's on anyone from BASF Canada that has a BASF mobile phone we have an app for colleagues that they can download and post where they are, what they're doing, interesting customer meetings they've had, and it's internally facing, so there's the opportunity to share either something that someone's working on and it's really a nice platform for people to be able to remotely and digitally feel like they are part of something and that they that they're belonging here and they they have a group of, you know, colleagues that they can connect with. So that's another um really interesting way we're doing it digitally and we're also revamping our basf canada intranet so this is a way for us to enhance the employee experience and ensure that people are included by being able to access relevant information to their roles in the organization in a really streamlined and user-friendly experience
0: What I love about uh, this example you're sharing is we often hear about connection that's possible in our digital era. And yet some people are are left feeling disconnected. It sounds like you're making intentional efforts to include people and using your digital platform to do so. And in sort of an informal and a casual way, as well as with some formal programs. So I, I love that. Yeah. And I think what's really important in the, in the
1: area of inclusion is that you have a mix of opportunities because the app for some might not be relevant, whereas the town halls are far more relevant. So I think what's important is having that mix of opportunities so that it's appropriate for all of the diverse employee groups that you have. So that's really something that we've been trying to develop is a diversified approach to, you know, sort of opportunities to engage, connect, and include.
0: Yeah, and so it sounds like you, like me, are very passionate about (laughs) this topic, and you come at it from an interesting angle, which is the communications piece. So how is the communications angle really sort of enabling this inclusive workplace environment? It's not just about programs, but it's also about communication. So I guess what I'm interested in is when you consider the role you've had in ensuring that BASF provides an inclusive workplace uh, environment, what would you say would be some key takeaways or your personal approach uh, from that angle, that communications and inclusion angle?
1: Yeah, so I think there's definitely a role for communications to play in the space of inclusion. It's really important that Your employee communications focuses just on that, your employees, and showcasing them as they are, who they are, and connecting the work that anyone does in the organization to the larger purpose. So that's a, a big piece of how communications can ensure that everyone is included. You know, spotlighting and highlighting employees and the amazing work that people are doing at BASF. Whether you are technical, sales, marketing, administrative support, we're all here with a larger purpose in mind and communication really plays a role to showcase that. And I think that's a place where I and my team take a lot of pride is being able to tell those stories, those impactful stories about how everyone here is really improving our customer's experience and enhancing BASF's reputation with those who really are what matters the most to us which is the customer and their experience with basf and our services and products so it's something that we're really proud of in communication so there's the angle of the internal storytelling and highlighting of colleagues and giving them the vehicles to be included and engage with the content and the stories of the organization but then on a personal level, I am really quite passionate about diversity and inclusion and women in the workplace. And so I am the executive sponsor of the off-site employee resource group, which I think is a really important sort of program that we have because about... 35 to 40% of our workforce is remote. And I feel like in communications, it's a big responsibility to be able to ensure that these colleagues who work in the field have accurate information in a timely fashion, in a way that works for them. So that is an area where I personally um, like to be heavily involved. And then just on a, another front of my personal connection, I like to to sit on the diversity and inclusion employee resource group as a member and contribute with some of my other communication colleagues about how we can continue to advance that work in the organization. So just from the functional perspective of what communications does in the organization, I'm extremely committed to diversity and inclusion, but also from the personal angle. And leading through action is something that I'm really passionate about.
0: Yeah, and I mean, actions speak louder than words. We know that in in every case, and that's especially true when we're talking about inclusion. So just uh, leaving our listeners with a few key takeaways, one of the things that strikes me about BASF is sort of the diversity of your employee base. So, and I don't just mean sort of ethnic uh, diversity, but you've got different types of employees from manufacturing to office employees working all across the country. What would you say is the key factor to ensuring that you're able to bring this whole employee base together in an inclusive work environment?
1: I would say one of the most important things is always looking for feedback. So we are continually and consistently through a variety of different ways trying to keep a pulse on how our employees are feeling and whether or not our Efforts are meeting their needs, and I think that's one of the key things that we do here in ensuring that it is an inclusive work environment is pulse checking anytime we can to better understand whether or not our employees are well-supported and getting what it is they need in their workplace to be able to do their job and continue doing a great job. And then I would also say when we receive that feedback, always finding new ways to engage with employees and looking for new tools and modern resources that keep engagement up and keep us always innovating how we are connecting with our employees and connecting with colleagues. So it really would have to be that combination of asking for the feedback and trying to act on it and then find new ways to fill any gaps that colleagues have identified.
0: Yeah, and so I think that's actually a great way to wrap up this whole topic of workplace inclusion. So Great Place to Work has been studying workplace inclusion for 25, 30 years now. And what strikes me is what an inclusive workplace was doing five years ago even is very different than what's happening now. And so this whole notion of continually evolving your approach to bring new people and new ways of thinking into the fold, I think that's the key. It's not a one-shot deal to sort of create an inclusive workplace. That needs to be sort of always top of mind and ever evolving. So not an easy task, but sounds like BASF is well on its way in making this a priority. So, thank you so much. Uh, We're just about out of time. I want to say thank you so much, Allison, for joining me today and uh, giving me some insights, not only on what a leading Canadian employer, BASF, is doing in terms of the commitment to inclusion and why that matters, but also some of the concrete actions that you're taking to live out this commitment. So, yeah, thanks again, Allison, and I hope you'll join us again for Workplace Greatness Radio. Bye for now. Bye-bye.